the the problem with recording a queso podcast is like getting the mic close enough to your face but also still able to eat the queso comfortably this is a great intro yeah you're not recording are you i am recording oh well damn i'm always recording keep that right there like that's that's the intro right there (laughs) Today we're at Queso's, which is not how you would normally spell queso. It's mm-hmm. K-E-S-O-S. Queso's Taco House. Taco House? Yeah. That's I thought full, it was Taco Bar. Or I don't taco, know some taco... No, Queso's Taco House. I don't know when it became Queso's, because I, I remember going there my freshman year, because there was like a series of bomb threats, and my class, rather than canceling class, my TA made us all walk as a group to far enough off campus and we landed at that restaurant <laughs> and it was not the same restaurant it was definitely i would rec- i would know that sign had i seen it five years ago that's that's a good we always get like tweets like okay so solves all the problems it's like ha 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 but that's you know that's a comforting solution at a at a trying time <laughs> i mean while we did have queso when we were there, it is definitely not this queso that we're trying now because let me tell you. Before you tell us uh, a few details, um, this is their variety of queso called El Don Queso. Again, queso, K-E-S-O, which is like the name of the of the establishment. And the menu describes it as queso, guacamole, Pico de gallo, steak or chicken, your choice, with a splash of our homemade fire red sauce, um, which was was sending off red flags in Dalton's oh, mind. I, because fr- I, this is probably like the only place we've been to that doesn't put the pico in to begin with. They like add it in as they're mixing everything. So like I didn't even think about saying no to the fire red sauce, but it's actually. I, was, I overreacted a little bit because it is not that bad at all. Like it's not hot. It's a little, it's like a little spicy at first, but then it just like kind of melts away, and it's just like really flavorful. I mean, you you were right to be worried. I think um, because in the menu, for some reason, it's fire red and sauce. All three words are capitalized. Yeah. Uh, and then when you first open the like the container with the queso, you see like red it's all red looks like a murder uh happened on the queso um that's a tweet right there yeah (laughs) (laughs) we market this as we go but they don't like mix it in they leave that up to you and i recommend mixing it in because otherwise you just get a bunch of like this fire red sauce which is like don't said not that spicy it's just kind of overpowering at if so you i would recommend mixing it in but it adds a a good amount of spice i think to make this not bland and the cheese is like, I don't know what the difference between queso and K-E-S-O queso is. Because it says, like, and then it says, like, the K spelling queso. But damn, whatever is in it, it is really good. It's, it's, it's so creamy. It, um, it's, like, yeah, unbelievably creamy. Yeah, I, I really, like, there's nothing more that I want to do right now than give them crap for this horrible name, K-E-S-O, Queso. But I can't because it's so good. (laughs) It's just, it's really well blended and it's just the perfect consistency, I think, for Queso. And sort of 
not even the main attraction, but still a really welcome is this uh, chicken. Yeah, we both got chicken instead of steak. We've had we've had a lot of beef so far, and it felt like it was time to switch things up. Which I'm not. I'm not mad about it at all. This is some damn good chicken. With everything else that's going on, like the guac, the pico, the sauce, it's a little hard for the chicken to like stand out, which I don't actually think detracts from the because it's it's there. It mixes it mixes everything together and works with the queso instead of being like with some of the other quesos we've had. It's like obviously the steak is the star or whatever, right? Whereas the chicken like works with the rest of the ingredients in this. Yeah, and I mean. You do have to dig for it. We were we were convinced that it wasn't there at first because it was just like at, it was just resting at the bottom, like dormant. Which I don't know if we can blame quesos for. I think it's, I think it's like just, a density, like yeah. uh, mass over what's the equation? Hold density. On. <laughs> density equals mass over volume. I think that's right. <laughs> it's let us say it's worth the dig. And now a quick word from our sponsor. This episode, of I love quesos so much, is brought to you by napkins. You know what makes sense. Including napkins in a to-go order. For anything, really. But especially foods that are, like, greasy. It's, it should be a no-brainer. Most restaurants include napkins on the table. So why not toss them in the bag? It takes, like, what, zero extra time? Our thanks to Napkins for sponsoring this episode. So, like, all of our sponsors, complete coincidence. Uh, but it just so happens that Queso's was the first restaurant to actually include napkins with our to-go order, which is amazing to me. We didn't have to ask. They just did it. Like, bless them. So, uh, we're not going to let this affect the review um, either way. Um, it's just huge coincidence, but but thanks, Queso's, for doing that. Let's talk about these chips. It's it's getting harder and harder to to really <laughs> like remember. Like the quesos to me are we're we're like twelve episodes in and they're each the quesos are still very distinct in my mind. Yeah, no. But the chips, like <laughs> unless they're like making an impression like the Matzel Rancho chips, which mm-hmm. were like literally half impression. a half a tortilla. Or the or the other way last week at Hula Hut, the yeah, absolute paper, worst like, the chips. Like, <laughs> freaking rice paper just like so, so not a ton to say except these are adequate i think they could use a little salt that's really my only complaint they're like especially in this case like since this was a rather thick kind of queso with chunks of chicken at the bottom like you're like digging for them they didn't break as much as they could have so i mean they're eh, i mean they they do their job well i totally agree except for the fact that Shipping and handling, uh, the a bunch of mine just shattered. Like I got a bunch of shards yeah. in my bag, uh, and they didn't include a ton of chips. But at the same time, you know, the napkins. I'm gonna meet them halfway. <laughs> I think it's 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 just fairly adequate. I think they're a restaurant that also uses like a big scoop to put them in the bag, and that's probably why there's so many that are shattered. Or conspiracy theory. Since we ordered, like, not at lunch and not at dinner, they're, like, the bottom of the barrel before they make more for dinner, which could possibly be why we have more shards than whole chips. This is the... Just floating that around. This is the second theory. Am I the Alex Jones of queso? This is Queso Wars is our new show. (laughs) You can listen to (laughs) a new spinoff podcast, (laughs) Queso Wars. What was the other conspiracy theory? I can't remember. It was... Something about fuzzies, I think. Probably. Something about water. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm fuzzies, getting water. I'm only mildly difference? I'm only mildly concerned, but I'm also thinking that queso wars might be an infinitely more 
more listened to podcasts than it's Iowa quite it's so quite much. possible i feel like people could accidentally stumble across queso or so like people who listen to alex jones's crazy rant also listen to <laughs> this this these um uh 20 year old white males complain about queso something year old something you who's whose chief conspiracy theory is uh queso related uh, about chip breakage <laughs> yeah um, um we could sell a t-shirt to say i'm the alex jones of queso i would never wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I barely wear our current shirt i'm gonna i'm gonna float this number by you nine dollars and 99 cents. I'm not saying that it's not worth it because this might be and I don't want to make like like claims here, but this might be the best queso that I've ever had. <laughs> really? Um, I mean, we're trying to be objective about this, but are you sure the napkins aren't swaying your boat? It, it is not the napkins. There's I, there's just something about it. So I'm. I'd say it might be worth ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm a little dissatisfied with the size of the little styrofoam to go bowl. Like it's it's definitely a standout queso. Yeah, this is not a filler queso. I really really enjoyed it. However, um, I think I'm I'm sort of holding back before like giving a final judgment because I think part of my enjoyment and ranking it so high has to do with the fact that I'm very surprised going into this. Oh my God. Extremely surprised. Mm-hmm. I did, I don't think we either of us saw this coming. My, my expectations were, were pretty low based on first the name Queso's taco house and, uh, and just also the way that it was kind of marketed and like, you know, I was just like, ah, this feels like, um, this feels like another like fuzzies, although I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but, I'm just I'm just so shocked. Yeah, like I, I drive past this place every day and never once have I thought about stopping there. <laughs> it just feels like one of those you like know, a hidden gem, actually. It, well, it just it like it gives the vibe of like, well that place probably has mediocre food and there's better places, but this is this is very shocking to me. And Everything just, ah, it just works so well. Like the chicken, the pico, the guac, the really creamy cheese along with the ch- chips. It's just, ah. Like I said, I do drive past every day. I've never seen like a packed house. So I've just assumed that it must not be that great. But yeah, everything that Bryce just said and more. Like it is, we are very, we are very shocked. We are shook. So we got a uh, user tweet. Uh, it was at... Neurobioncology. <laughs> they said, OMG, there is a queso podcast. Bless Texas. Can y'all come review in Dallas, please? Um, I, I, our tagline is reviewing every queso in. Pause for effect. Austin. One podcast at a time. So theoretically, eventually, we will either get bored with this or <laughs> or run out of cases in Austin uh, whichever comes first <laughs> you decide <laughs> I, I think I think I know but uh, <laughs> so thanks for the suggestion uh, but if you actually want to suggest us quesos in Austin you can follow us on Twitter at queso podcast 
in other queso news, the Austin Queso-Off, they'll be back at the Mohawk this year on August 26th. And we'll, we'll be at the Mohawk, too. Yeah, come harass us. <laughs> you have um, no idea what we look like, because this is a podcast. <laughs> but right now, they're accepting calls for entry. So the calls for entry, you can send to queso at mohawkaustin.com. Um, and I think everyone should enter, because... Yeah, if you think you've got a good thing going, why not? Honestly, if, even if you just show up and and do like a Rotel Velveeta thing, you're gonna lose hard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be there to eat it. But all you have to do is send an email to queso at mohawkaustin.com with the category of your choice: meaty, spicy, veggie, and or wild card. Man, this is like three months away, but it's all I'm going to look forward to for the next three months. Uh, come on, August 26th. All right. Well, thanks for th- sticking with us through thick and thin. This was actually relatively like in the middle of those two. Okay, so mm-hmm. very yeah, creamy. Yeah. Neither thick nor thin. We'll uh, just right. We'll, we'll see you next time. <laughs>